Praise God. Well, you know, we've, uh, we've been in the topic of faith, and uh, guess what? I'm not coming out of it tonight. So um, we're going we're gonna to stay in the topic of faith. And um, if you have your Bibles, I want you to go ahead and open, your, open the Word. Um, and you have your Bible. Let's go to 2 Corinthians 13. Thank you, Miranda. Second Corinthians 13, verses 5 and 6. You know, a few things that I want to, I, I want to get into. I want you to go ahead and I want you to write these four things down tonight. Because I, 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 I want you to write these four things down right off, right off the very bat. Um, I want you to write down patience. It's a powerful word, huh? I want you to write dedication. I want you to write down your action. And last, I want you to write down joy. Joy. Now, these are four, four dynamic words. And I want to I show you some things out of the Word of God tonight. But if you're with me, 2 Corinthians 13, 5, verses 5, five and 6. And I'm reading this out of the NLT. And it says, examine yourself as to whether you are in the faith. So, I, I, you know, even right there, I just, I, that, that begins to stir me up. Examine yourself as to whether you are in the faith. Test yourself. Do you not know yourselves? It, it, you know, it's important that you understand that it, right here, this, this, these are very powerful words. Do you not know yourself that Jesus Christ is in you? Unless, indeed, you are disqualified. Basically, if you're a born-again believer, you, you've confessed Jesus as Lord, guess what? You know yourself. Okay? You, and, and even right here, one of the things that, that, that the Apostle Paul is talking about, he's saying, examine yourself. So it, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good thing when we can step back and we can look at ourselves, we can examine whatever place we're in, whatever position we're in, I'm not trying to preach out of this word, but, but this word really jumped, off, jumped at me today. It says, unless you, are, unless you indeed are disqualified. But I trust that you will know that you are not disqualified. Hallelujah. Father, I thank you. I thank you, Lord, that we have qualified Christians here tonight, and even those that are watching online that have given their heart to you, Father, that, God, they are qualified. And, Lord, they're qualified to examine, Lord, everything in their life, Lord, to test the, to test their faith, Lord, uh, to see that they're walking things out, that, God, you've called them to walk out. And, Lord, even tonight, if anybody watching isn't saved, Father, I pray that tonight is their night, that, Lord, that they would confess you as Lord of their life. And, Lord, I thank you that even so tonight, that opportunity will be given to people at the end of this broadcast. Lord, I pray that even tonight, anoint my words, anoint the things that come out of my mouth. And, Lord, let my mind not be uh, st steered away by... By, by anything, but other, other than the Word of God, let my mind be focused on the Word of God. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So, you know, here real quick, one of the things I love about this is because, you know, we, we hear about faith, and we, we, we jump on this wagon called faith, and, you know, and you'll hear me say it a lot, you know, it's impossible to please God without faith. faith. Hebrews 11, 6, we, we, we talk about what faith is, how faith comes, but, you know, 
One of the things about it is there are real actual proofs of people walking in and walking out faith. And, you know, they're, they're very easy. They're, they're, a lot of times they're, they're things that are very easy to see. You know, what, you know, even as I was, you know, I was taking a shower tonight, getting ready, I, you know, one of the things that jumped, jumped into my spirit, one of the proofs of faith is joy. And maybe I just need to start with that one first because, because as I was taking a shower, I began to think there's a real, you know, there's a real, you can tell when people a lot of times are operating in faith by, by, by the level of joy that they have in their life. Because if they don't have joy, a lot of times people don't operate in faith with, with, without joy. I don't, know, I don't know if that makes sense. I, you know, I'm going to hold that, and I'll come to that one last. Because I'll finish out with a bang. Amen. It, joy, joy is great. We'll finish out with a bang with joy. Praise God. Praise God. You know, you know even as I was preparing this, I, you know, I begin to think about in my own life, you know, that there have been things that I've had faith for, small things. And then there have been some big things that I've had faith for. You know, it's like this building. I, you know, I walked through it one time, and by the time I'd hit the second level of the, of the building, which I don't know what level we on, maybe third level, I knew we were going to buy it. I had, I, had faith, I had faith for this building. It, you know, and it was like, it wasn't that I was seeing it as my home. And, and I knew Pastor Miranda wasn't. But I had faith for the building because I knew that we were going to be able to use the building to get the gospel of Jesus Christ out here in this city. So, you know, and as Miranda was running through all the closets and all the nooks and crannies of this building, and the realtor, real great guy, I love him. Uh, you know, he's, he's a good guy. And he was, he was kind of trying, I think, to keep up with Miranda because Miranda was going through looking at all the stuff, and there's chairs and there's sound equipment and, you know, and all this stuff, and wondering, well, if we buy this, could we keep this stuff? You know, so we were already activating faith. There was, you know, you, know, that, you maybe call that a little faith, maybe the chair. You know, we didn't have chairs for a church. So we were beginning to exercise faith. And I remember what I did was I went back upstairs, and there were some couches up there, and uh, they had for their youth room. That was a youth room they had upstairs. And I went upstairs, and I just sat down, and I just looked around, and I began to thank God. And I, and I began to, like, you know, we've been looking for a place for over six months, a place to live. I never thought I'd really ever live in Fairmont. But all of a sudden... There were all these things that just began to, to, to emerge out of my, my mind and my brain because we had been looking for a period, I mean, a, a period of time, five, six months. Halama had, had flown in at one point uh, when she came up for a visit. She went house hunting with Rand and I. We, we took her all over the place. We were up and down tops of mountains and hills and valleys looking at houses, and Halama was, it was like HGTV. She was along for the ride. We were playing house hunters. But... Something had settled in our spirit around that of faith. And, and i got to tell you, there was, there was a joy that come over the fact that we were going to be in this building. I want to say something, though, real quick. I wasn't worried about money. But I want to tell you something. I didn't know where the money was coming from. That's another story for another day. But what I want you to realize is that you can have faith for small things. And you can have faith for the big things. It's still faith. You still have to have a basis of faith to believe God for the little things just like you believe God for the big things. Luke 16:10 says this, he who is faithful in what is least faithful all, I'm sorry, he who is faithful in what is least is faithful also in much. And he who is unjust in what is least and unjust also in much. Therefore, if you have not been faithful in the unrighteous mammon, who will commit to you 
Trust, I'm sorry, who will commit to your trust the true riches. I don't know what verse, that's a New King James. I'm reading too many translations. And if you have not been faithful in what another man's, who will give you what is your own? So it's like, you know, here it is. What you're beginning to, you know, if you're not faithful with the little, you know, God's going to be hard-pressed to, to have you be faithful for something bigger. Amen? So one of the first things I want to talk about tonight is, is, is patience. Because, you know, one of the proofs of faith is, actual, is, 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 is real actual patience, is, is learning how to be patient. And I got to tell you, this was something that, you know, for many years I struggled with. I, I struggled with patience because if I seen something, I just wanted to go get it. I wanted to do it. And, you know, and I wanted it to be done. I, I, did, I wasn't a very patient person. I just wanted to make things happen. And a lot of times what happens with faith is that we try to push doors open. We try to push our way through thinking that it's God when it's us. That we, we, can, we can try to push doors open. I, you ever try to keep pushing out a door, pushing out a door, and it doesn't budge? And you, but it's God. But it's God. And that's not always how God works. God works in us learning how to be patient in, in every season. You know, what, 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 you know, whether it is when you first get saved, you, you, you know, even I, when I first got saved, I, I, there were things that were happening in my life that it, it was amazing. God, God was showing me things. I was like, my eyes were finally open because you know honestly as a sinner your eyes aren't open you you're not your eyes aren't fully open to the things of God let alone faith but you know I, I seen people get saved you know and I, I didn't even really know how to lead people to the Lord I, you know you need to believe in God well, what do you mean well, that's just what the Bible says you need to believe in God well how do you know I, I'm not sure that I know but you need to believe in God and so you know and so I could share my testimony and I and I watch and, and things and faith begin to build up in me but one of the things I realized really quick was, man, I've got to learn how to, how to bring myself to, to be more of a patient person and realize, God, that... <laughs> I mean, let me give you some scriptures quick. You know, one of the scriptures that I want to read, because there, there are foundations that have to be established in our lives. Isaiah 28, 16 says, there are found, I'm sorry, Therefore, thus says the Lord God, Behold, I lay in Zion a stone for a foundation, a tried stone, a precious cornerstone, a sure foundation. Whoever believes will not act hastily. So, here it is. You know, faith, faith is like one of those pillars. But under those pillars, you, you have like even like the fruits of the Spirit. You guys know that patience is the fruit of the Spirit? You, you guys understand that actually. But I want you to understand that learning how to be patient as a person is whose choice? It's your choice. You know, and you hear people will say, well, you know, if I pray for patience, you know what God's going to do. No, 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 no. Stop, 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 stop that. You choosing to be patient, you choosing to be angry, you, choo you choosing to be whatever you want to be is your decision. God doesn't make that decision for you whether you choose to be patient or not patient. Does that make sense? Okay. You know, one of the stories I love, and this is a, you know, you, anybody ever heard of Kentucky Fried Chicken? Colonel Sanders. Colonel Sanders, when he was, actually, it was, uh, would have been probably right around 1940. He had, already, he, he had already been alive for 60 years. 60 years. And he had, he, you know, he had actually been in business at one other point in his life. He had bought stock, I think, in a, a Shell Oil Company or something like that. But, but in, throughout his life, 
Here was a man that it was, he, he was going to persevere. He was going to endure no matter what. But at 65 years old, he didn't actually come into, he didn't actually come into the franchise of KFC until he was 65 years old. He, he, understand that he didn't quit, that he was patient. You know, we live in a generation, you know, and I don't mean to point this out, but if we don't see something happening now, we, we, I just quit. I just give up. I'm just not going to do it. And I'm going to tell you that we will persevere in, in, in learning how to be patient. Because a lot of times when we're unpatient, honestly, it means that we're not exercising appropriate faith. It means that we're not exercising the faith that God gives us because, you know, I, I, you know, I want it to happen now. I, I believe that it's going to happen now. You can believe all that you want to believe, but there are things that you have to settle in your spirit in regards to being patient. James chapter 1, it says, My brother, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith, the testing of your faith produces what? Perseverance. The testing of your faith produces perseverance. It produces patience. So, so you understand that there's a real testing of your faith. Do, do, you, do you choose to, to, to get in there and, and dig in there? Or do you choose to back away? Back away from those things that might be hard. I mean, if you've been a Christian for more than uh, six hours, guess what? You're going to, you, you, you know... You might have a trial. You might have something that, that you're going to have to persevere in. Amen? I mean, you know, you, have you ever had to contend for a healing in your body? Have you ever had to contend for something that just didn't happen naturally? I, I have. I have in my own life. And if you're watching online, maybe, maybe you've never heard this before. Maybe, maybe you've never heard that you could actually be healed in your body. I, I'm going to tell you that there is a name that is above every name. That's what we believe. That's why we preach this Jesus. That's what Jesus Christ died for. So we, you know, we always continually believe in, in, in healing. And, but one of the things I want to say is sometimes healing, you know, there have been times in my own life, it, it didn't happen instantly, but it didn't mean that I quit believing God. That I quit believing God and that I wasn't patient in waiting for, for what I needed to happen in my life, my breakthrough. Amen. So, so you know, understand there are things sometimes, you know, the, the, the proof, one of the proofs of faith is patience. Because when we're not patient, there's, when, when we're not patient, you know, what the, you know what we are? There's unrest. There's nervousness. I mean, I, I'm, I'm one of those guys, when I used to get unpatient, I would pace. And I, maybe, maybe Pastor Miranda remembers this. I would walk and I would pace. You know, but honestly, you know what I say about patience? There was no peace. There, you know, and so I, I could even talk about another proof of faith is peace. You, because you may not have peace, but I wasn't patient. But, you know, even right here, peace and patience go hand, they go hand in hand together. But, you know, somebody open up their Bibles to the fruits of the Spirit. Galatians. Yeah, Galatians. But, you, you know, so even right there, you, you can lack, you, you, you can lack patience, you can lack peace in your life, and it will keep you from operating in faith. Because you're because of worry, because of doubt, because there's no peace. I'm not being patient. Where's my promise? I want my promise now. I want my promise now. And sometimes we have to move to a place where we have to wait. We have to wait. We have to be in a place of waiting for an answer. And I, I tell you, I have tried to push doors open. 
You know, and I pushed, uh, you know, we, we, you know, why, why I think I guess one of the times Miranda and I pushed the door open on our own self and we both had a check in our spirit about pushing a door open and it cost us $25,000. We knew as soon as we did it. We knew as soon as we invested. We knew. And, you know, there, there was no peace. We weren't being patient. Amen? That's a costly mistake. I, nobody wants to lose 25 grand, right? I, I didn't like losing 25 grand. So, you know, so you, you, you got to be in a place where you're patient in, in your waiting. Patient with, uh, pa- you know, you know even, 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 even in a marriage, you know, you have to learn patience. You know, my wife doesn't, you know, she doesn't take long to get ready or anything like that. I, I could remember at a point in time when we, you know, when we first got married and we were married, you know, at times, because guys can go take showers and be in and out in five, ten minutes, you know, and, and, and girls sometimes, they need a little more prep time. And I could remember even early on, I was like, where is she at? You know, we're, we're going to be late for the movie. And she get in the car all happy, all bubbly. And, you know, we're going to stop by Walmart and grab some candies. No, we're not going to have time, you know. We're not, because, you know, you're running a little bit late. And, you know, it was, the fact of the matter was I wasn't being patient with my wife. Rather than saying, you know, we'll, we'll catch the 9.15. You know, I was being impatient. But I'm going to tell you that one of the real demonstrations of, of faith in seeing faith in someone's life is, are you being patient? Are you, are you waiting on God? Are you, are you just, is there an unrest? And, you know, and sometimes I got I to gotta get in the car. And this is, I'm, you know, I'm preaching to Brad tonight. I got to get in the car and just thank the Lord. Lord, thank you. <laughs> Lord, let, let, let me be, let my spirit, let my flesh be it unreal. I mean, I'm telling you, you think about, you know, for, you know, I heard a lady the other day, I was standing in line in the, one of the stores, you know, six feet apart, of course, you know, I was not at three or four, but I was at six feet apart, but she was, uh, that's a joke, it's humor, so, um, but I was six feet apart, and uh, she was telling the, the clerk, you know, I haven't been out in four weeks, I haven't been out of my house. And I just, I took a deep breath. I was like, I, you know, I, because, because I realized that would be very difficult for me. Because I like people. I like being around people. I, I like social interaction. I, that, I, I like that. Where my wife maybe is not as much as me. You know, I've got to go out and be and do things. I, I, that, that's who I am. That's how I'm created. That's how I'm wired. I'm not good cooped up in a house for three or four months. That's not me. That's not my personality. But through that process, one of the things that I... You know, God created man to work. That's why. That, that's why. It's, we're wired that way. You've you got to understand that, that, you know, when you know, Jesse the other day is like, I just want to go back to work. You know, and it, you know, and it's like because he's wired that way. I don't care about this, and I, you know, I make more money doing, but I, I want to go back to work because see that that's 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 what's wired in a man, and so you know, so yeah, so we have to pray about those things. However, we have to learn patience, and it, you know, it, it is a real natural proof of faith. Amen. Man, let me. Let's look at Galatians 5.22 because it's important that you see this because, see, there, there are natural proofs of faith that, that you can see, but the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. 
There is no law against these things. Those who belong to Christ have nailed their passions and desires of their sinful nature to the cross and crucified them there. Since we are living by the Spirit, let us follow the Spirit's leading in every part of our life. So, you know, it's just like patience. We, we have to choose to be patient. You know, I could go through all the all list of, of these things, but it's like peace. We have to choose these things in our life. See, it, one, of the, one of the greatest mistakes that we make is we think God's going to do it for us. When God comes inside of us, He lives there. God, God is peaceful. Yes, He is peace. God is patient. Yes, God is patient. But now he's got to work with our flesh. He's got to work with the natural man for the natural man to learn how to, to, to submit to the Spirit of God around these things. Amen? And so, and once we get that, once we understand that we actually are in control, God, God doesn't just naturally beam, you know, it's like beam you up, Scott. He doesn't do that. He, he basically says, you're saved. Okay, I'm going to help you. I'm going to co-labor. I think it was Killa talking about it. We was praying about it the other day. Co- God co-labors with man. To make these things happen. So, and that's one of the things that God wants to do. He, want, he wants, you know, the fruit of the Spirit to be, a, you know, a demonstration in our life. But, but I'm going to tell you, if you have unrest in your life, if, if you're uneasy about things in your life, it, it will be very difficult for faith to be found. It will be very difficult for you to operate in faith. If you get that unrest and you kick that, you kick out, you know, you kick out of just, you know, being angry, being whatever. If you kick that stuff out, there's where you can find yourself beginning to operate in faith and believing God for things. God's pleased with your faith. That's what the word says. He is, he is pleased when you operate in faith. <clears throat> faith and patience, you know, they walk together. Hebrews eleven seven. you know, this is Noah. He says, by faith, Noah, being divinely warned of things not yet seen, he couldn't see it, moved with godly fear, prepared an ark for the saving of, the, of his household by which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which was according to faith. Hebrews eleven seven. So if you understand it's, it, it's by faith. I'm going to tell you, you think Noah had to have some patience? Huh? We give up in 10 minutes. We look for another job a, a year out. You know, we, we do all these things because we're not patient. We're not, we're not waiting. We're, we, we, we get so unhappy. We get whatever. We get stir- I'm just going to leave. I'm just going to quit. You know, I, I hired, uh, we've, I've employed people over the years. And, um, You know, against my better judgment one time, I hired someone because I wanted to give him an opportunity. I, I, you know, I, because it was, it was the love of God in me. But even at the point that I brought this guy in, I knew he was going to quit. I, I knew he was going to quit, but I wanted to sow into him as much as I could. And something happened. He made it, I think, eight months probably a little longer than what I anticipated or even thought but you know a lot of times people have already set themselves up because of, because of the very words they speak and you know and I re, you know because I, re, I remember the guy you know I'm just, you know I'll, I'll probably only have this job for a certain amount of time I'll you know I'm just you know I like to I like to do other things I like to you know and I you know, when somebody introduces themselves as, you know, I'm, I'm an entrepreneur and I want to, 
<laughs> I want to be all this and I want to do all this and they're, they're, they're likely not going to stay too long. Anyway, that may be a mixed up story, but um, you know, we have to work in our patience. We, 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 have, we have to, we, you, know, you know, patience is, 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 is like work. Um, you know, it, it's like one of the things that, that, that I pray about personally in my own life is, is perfecting, you know, fruits of the Spirit. I, you know, I'm not going to say master. You know, I, I believe that you can move to an area where you're mastering things. But I've got to tell you, one of the things that, that, I, that, I, that I have to do sometimes is I have to work on, on perfecting these things. You know, it's, it's like gentleness, kindness. I have to focus on, on, on just learning how to be gentle, learning how to be kind. Because sometimes, I, I, you know, to be honest, I don't always feel like being kind. I mean, but but that's real. I, I'm being, you know, people think, well, you know, you're a nice guy. Yeah, I, I am a nice guy. I bite my tongue sometimes. Anybody ever do that? You ever just, you ever, just a few. I, I think everybody in here, praise God. Pastor Miranda, you never bite your tongue. So, but, um, but sometimes, but you understand that these are things, and I, I want to encourage you guys. These are things that if we spot and we recognize, and, and we begin to work on these things, and we begin to improve on these things, you know what happens is it, it, blocks, it, it, it blocks out of all those things, and then we can keep running for things in faith. We can keep moving in faith once we get these things, these obstacles out of, out of the way. So it's like you're perfecting, you're working on fruits of the Spirit. Hebrews 6.10, it says, uh, For God is not unjust to forget your work and labor of love, which you have shown towards His name. He... Oh, hallelujah. <laughs> in that you have ministered to the saints and do minister. And we desire that each one of you show the same diligence to the full assurance of hope until the end, that you do not become sluggish, but imitate those through faith and patience inherit the promises of God. So it's like, you know, through this patience, we, we, <laughs> we inherit the promises of God through learning how to be patient. Now, I've spent some time around patience. And maybe it's because it's the one that, I, it's, you know, it's, it's the one that Pastor Brad sometimes, you, you, know, I, I, you know, I just want to see things. Anybody like that? You, you don't, uh. it's like when I go fishing, I want to catch fish. If I have been there for five or six hours and I haven't caught a fish, I get impatient. I'm thinking I have throwed everything. I have, you know, I, have, you know, I should have brought M80s. Um, I'm joking, so I shouldn't, shouldn't say that. But, but after a while of fishing, I'm very impatient. I don't know, that, that's me. I'm, you know, if I don't catch fish in a stream in 45 minutes, I leave. I'm going to another stream because these fish aren't biting. There's, you know, over there they're going to bite. And oftentimes that's not always the case. But I, it's something that I have to work on. So you understand, these are things that in our Christian life and Christian walk that we have to work on. That we keep perfecting. We keep working on these things. Now another, another proof of, of faith is, is this, dedication. I, I mentioned this earlier, dedication. Dedication. And I tell you, when, when you become, it's like, you know, it's like Christianity. I remember one of the sermons I preached one time. I, I, was, uh, I was asked to come and, and, and preach at a revival at Kim, Kim Boone's uh, church. And um, I had a word. I had, you know, had, had my notes laid out, had everything laid out. And uh, 
I was sitting back there, and the Lord just kept hitting me on something. He kept hitting me on, on a topic. And, and, and the topic just kept flashing through my mind. And, and in that topic was, I'm a practicing Christian. I'm a practicing Christian. And I, and I wrote those, downs, uh, those words down on a piece of paper. And they introduced me, and I went up uh, to, to speak. And, uh, you know, um, I was like, you know, I got up front, and, you know, they had prayed. And I'm like, what am I going to preach? You know, I, I, got this, I got this new word, but I don't have any notes. I don't, I don't have anything. You know, but I had the Holy Spirit, right? I, I, had, I had the Holy Spirit. So, you know, by faith, I, I read, I prayed, and I read, I'm a practicing Christian, and I preached a message for about an hour. And the Holy Ghost fell, and people got touched by God that night. And it was, it was, it, it was God. It was God. But one of the things that, that, that I realized, that in dedication, in dedicating myself, one of the things that, 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 I, that I have learned and, and I'm still learning is that I have to yield to the Holy Spirit. I, I, I have to be dedicated to God in that way, that I yield my mouth, that I yield my thoughts, that, you know, your thoughts, that you can yield your thoughts to God. Do, do you know that? That you can, change, you can actually change the way you think? Isn't that... See, you know, I, I wish somebody had told me that the first five years I was saved. Or even ten. That you can actually change your thoughts. I, you know, I must have missed that somewhere. You know, I'm sure I heard it preached because I, I come. We had a great church. But, but you can actually control the things that come into your mind. That with God, God being a part of your life, that you can kick things out of your mind. Isn't that... that but see, dedication. I've got I to stick here. Hmm. Daniel 3.8, I mean, yeah, the three Hebrew boys. We're not going to bow. We're, we're not going to bow before the king. We love our God. So We love God. We love, we're not going to bow. We're, we, we, we are dedicated to God. No matter what, you can take my life. I am dedicated to God. Daniel and the lions didn't. Think, think about these stories. These aren't made up. Da Daniel you know, I'm going to pray to my God. I, no matter what, I'm going to pray to my God. There, you can't stop me from praying to my God. And, you know, these are real stories of dedication. These, their lives were marked with, with being dedicated to God. When you choose to dedicate your life to God, you know, I'm going to tell you, don't be double-minded. Don't, don't be, don't... You know, well, maybe this will happen, or maybe that will happen, or maybe God will, you know, God will do it, God will do it. Because it's, you know, a lot of times we make that mistake by saying God will do it when God has given us the ability to be able to do these things. Your circumstances, you know, aren't so big that God he can't help you get through something. You know, guys, you hear me say, I, I'm, I'm one of those, I, I love to encourage the body of Christ. You can do it. You hear me say that all the time. Don't quit. Don't quit. You, no matter what you're doing or whatever place you're on, don't quit. You may have had, you may have had a ton of things hit you today. You may, have, you may have been distracted by this or that, but there's tomorrow. Guess what? There's tomorrow. There, there's, there's, there's six more hours in the day. What are you going to do with this time? Are you going to choose to, to lay and wallow in pity? Or are you going to pick yourself up and you're going to keep moving? You've got to find yourself to be, to be established in God, to be established in the ways of the Lord. And I tell you, you know, let's be honest. Sometimes there's a fight involved with this. Because sometimes all you feel like doing is laying on the couch. Sometimes you don't feel like getting up. 
But, you know, you have your Bible. Get your Bible out. Get, get into the Word of God, and you'll, you'll get yourself established. Wake yourself up. You know, sometimes you just got to wake yourself up. I mean, you can, you can get yourself in a sleep or a slumber, and, you, you know, where, you know I, all I want to do is sleep. Wake yourself up. Get yourself prepared for the things of God. Get yourself ready. I mean, people want to walk in the blessing of God, but there, there's, there's this thing called dedication. It takes dedication. It, it, it will take dedication. It will take perseverance. It will take all, the, all these things. And when, you, when you're dedicated to serving God, guess what He does? You, you'll begin to see faith. That you'll, you know, you'll, you'll see you know, one of the proofs of faith, dedication. Choosing to be dedicated to you know, business. You know, you don't, you know, Colonel Sanders, I was talking about him, you know, at 65 years old, you know, he had, I think at that point, maybe had 400 stores. You know, he, he went around the country for almost 30 years trying to sell a recipe, a KFC recipe for chicken. Perseverance, he didn't quit. Michelangelo, I mean, there, there's, there's many examples of people that, that, that are just natural men that, you know, they believe God in faith. You know, I think like Dr. Morocco, he went to Maui, and it was a church under 100 people. Think about his perseverance, his, his, his dedication to the Lord. Forty years later, he's got a cathedral and over 300 churches worldwide. He didn't get handed that. Hear this, because this is so important. He didn't get handed that year one. So your dedication, your, your, your loyalty, your devotion to God, if we, just, if we don't see it in the natural in three months, six months, a year, it doesn't mean that God's not going to bring it to life. It doesn't mean that it's not going to happen. It doesn't mean that you don't have to continue to persevere. I'm telling people, you know, and, and I hear my heart in it because I, 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 I hate when people check out too early. Their breakthrough is right there. I'm telling you, they're, they're breakthroughs. They're doing everything right. They're doing everything right. And, and then, boom, something happens. And it's like their, their, faith, got, their, their faith got shaken. It, it, you know, a lot of times it's because they're, they're you know, they're, you know, they're <laughs> sometimes it's just because they're just hanging on. And not everybody sees it. Because people are good at masking stuff, right? Isn't, isn't, and people are good at hiding stuff. They're, they're good at masking their feelings, their, their, their you know, their, their real, you know, it's, it's like, you know, I love you. <laughs> come and give me a hug. I, I love you. And it's, you know, walk away and it's like, you know, it, it, you know, but they really don't love you. You, you know, yeah, you guys follow me? You, you, you tracking with me? You know, Dedication is something that you, you have to want to dig in there. You have to want to choose to be dedicated. And, you know, and, and that's the thing. Even being a missionary, we, we, were, we didn't have everything figured out. I, I still don't. Even coming back to West Virginia, I feel like a missionary back, back in my home state. I, I don't have everything figured out. But I'm dedicated. You know, our dedication involves us being here. What if Pastor Moran and I said, well, you know, we're just going to take three weeks off. You know, just church will be fine. Uh, one of the kids down the street will come up and preach. You know, what if that were our approach to, to, our, to our job? What if that, you know, uh, 
just going to take off sabbatical. That's what I heard in Hawaii a lot. You're a pastor? Yeah, I'm a pastor. I, wow, that's, that's great. Well, why, where's your church? Well, I don't have a church. I'm on sabbatical. So that's a... Uh, and I think sometimes that, you know, a lot of things will block our dedication. A lot of things will, will block our devotion. But I, I'm, I'm just giving you guys, and I hear me, I just, these are real proofs of faith. Your dedication, I, you know, your dedication doesn't, doesn't lie. You can see dedication on people. It's like joy. It, you know, because it's like, I remember a sermon one time I preached. I think it was in, I think it was in Hana. And it was, it was around joy. And I, I knew, you know, I, I was beginning to, to see things of joy in my own life and seeing some breakthrough in joy. And, uh, and I remember the person walking in, and they, 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 set, they, they walked in kind of frown-faced. Frown-faced, basically. They walked in kind of sad, or they walked in with a little bit of an attitude. And, um, and, you know, and I remember preaching on joy and, uh, and, and talking about joy, that our strength it comes from the joy of the Lord. And, and, you know, and all that. And, and I remember at the end of the service, they went up and they, they went up to shake my hand and give me a hug. And they were trying to be joyful. Great service, Pastor. You know, you can see, you know, you can see it. You can see when people are full. Of, right? You can see, you, it, people, people don't, oh, no, I'm, yeah, I'm really joyful. I'm really happy. You can see that. You can see that you yeah. faces don't lie a lot of times. Feelings don't lie. You you things don't lie. You can see things on people sometimes. But your dedication, you know, faith faith people, you know, when they're dedicated, faith people are driven. They're, they're not driven by thing. They're not driven by the things or material possessions. They're driven by God. When 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 there's a real dedication to the things of God, they. It's like, it's like houses and lands. I believe one day I'll have them. But I'm, that's not my driving force. I believe we'll have another car. We've been praying for another vehicle. I believe we'll have another vehicle, a nice vehicle. But I'm not driven by that. I'm not driven by that. You know, people get driven by cars. You know, I can't wait to get a new car. I just got to get a new car. I got the smell, the smell. I just, it, it, we all know what a new car smells like, right? Everybody knows, you know, whether you've had one or not, you've been in one. You know that new car smell. And, you know, we're, we're driven by that. We can be dedicated to that new car smell. And it's just like, if, if, if only, that, that'll bring me joy. That'll bring me happiness. That'll bring me peace. That, that'll bring me all the fruits of the Spirit if I get a new car. And then, you know, then, then, you, then you get a new car. And then, and then you drive it for uh, uh, three weeks, and it's like that smell starts wearing off. That, that, it doesn't smell new anymore. you got the kids in the back with cheeseburgers and French fries, and it starts, you know, I raised three kids in cars. So, you know, we, we, they ate a lot in the cars, and the car smell starts to wear off. And then that, then that car's not so, because hmm. now you got a payment. Now you pay higher insurance. <laughs> I'm still going somewhere with this message. You know, faith people, they're, they're driven. They're, they're, they aren't driven by things, though. They're, not dri they're driven by God. You know, I, I want to say this because, you know, it's hard, it's hard to walk in faith with God. And, and hear what I'm going to say. It's hard to walk in faith when we're like a yo-yo. 
when we're, when we're up and when we're down, when we're up and when we're down, it's, it's hard to walk in faith with God. Because it, it will block faith. It will block things in our life when we're, one day we're up and one day we're down. And see, you know, hear what I'm going to say. Because once we get a consistency in our life with God in faith, that's where God can flow. That's where God can operate. If, you know, we, you know one day we're sad, one day we're happy, one day we're, we're ready to fight the world, one day we're, re- you know, it, it, it's hard for God to move into that situation and help you. It's hard for God to, to show you the things that, that, uh, that, that He wants you to see. You know, your dedication will, will empower areas of faith. You know, you know, like your de- you know, dedication is like the engine. It's like, it's like the engine in faith. It's like that very engine in faith. You know, you, you know determination, dedication. When you're determined, when you're, uh, you know, I'm going to see this come to pass, I'm determined. You know, I may not see it today. That's why I talked about patience. I may not see it today. I may have to, I may have to endure. I may have to, I may have to wait something out to see something break on the other side. I, I want to say, I'm waiting for some things in breakthrough right now. But I'm going to take, that's what faith is. That's what faith, we, we all might, you know, understand, we might be, I'm waiting for some things to break through. And man, God's showing me that I have to be patient, I, that I need to persevere in this situation, amen? That, that, I need, that I need to stick in here, I need to wait, I need to wait this thing out, amen? Is anybody getting anything out tonight? Praise God. You know, I wrote down this scripture this week when we were praying for Philippians 4, verse 11. It says, Not that I speak in regard of need, for I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. And see, that's the thing with our faith. We have to learn to be content. We can't be like a yo-yo, up and down. We can't, we can't, one day it's good, one day it's bad. We've got to learn to establish to be content with our faith, in our faith. Because it's not that we don't believe in God. See, under, understand that. It's not that you, you, you're wavering in your, I believe in God. You, you have to learn to be content. Utilize the time God gives you to be, to be effective. To be effective at whatever he, he's, he's calling, whatever he's, he's marked your life with. And this is what Paul said. He said, you know, to, now that I speak in regard of me, for I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. I know how to be abased, and I know how to abound. Everywhere in all things, I have learned both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things. I can do all things through Christ who gives me the strength. So understand, see, that's the patience. That, that Paul, Paul was a, you know, I'm, I'm sure he didn't start there. You know, I, I, you know but, I, but I'm looking here. Paul maybe ended here. He was, he was a patient man. He was a determined man. I knew what it was like to have a lot. I knew what it was like to have little. You know, and I can say that about my own life. I knew what it was like to make $7 in, 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 an hour, amen, and, and, raise, and start raising two kids. I knew what it was like. I knew what it was like five years later when I was sitting doing counseling with people making $150,000, $200,000 a year, way in debt, and they're looking at me and saying, how do you do it? And I just say, it's God. How are you out of that? I, it's God. You know, God just opened up doors and we begin to see doors and we move through those doors. People making four times the amount of money we're making. How, how are you doing what you're doing? 
You know, how, how do you have no car payments? We just, we started saving money and we paid cash for a car. How do you do that? You just do it. You just get determined. You just, something in your spirit, you just get determined. I mean, it's like Jesse and Christine, you know, looking for a house. Get, got determined. Got determined in your spirit. You know, I'm, we're going we're gonna to be in a home. <laughs> I'm not going to pay rent. I'm going to be in a home. Getting determined. See, that's what faith, that's what faith is. That's, that's learning how to persevere. You know, does it, mean, does, it, does it not mean that things aren't going to... Trials will come. L- listen to what the words... Trials will come. But count it all joy, my brother and sister. Persevere. Amen. Pers- don't quit. Don't let up. Man, that, that... You know, that's always Pastor Brad. Put that on my tombstone one day, Miranda. Don't quit. 50 years from now. That'd be about 92, 93. If we're still here, I mean, that's, that's, you know, 80 to 90, 85 to 90, that's good. I mean, praise God. We may just get raptured out of here, though. What's that? Did you? Did you? <laughs> you can put all kinds of scriptures on my tombstone. <laughs> oh, that's good. A scrolling, a scrolling, that's a great idea. That's a good invention, a sc- you know, if anybody here just tonight watching online, uh, we're going to copyright and patent digital uh, scrolling tombstones. So we, uh, we're leaving tonight with that idea. It's a patent idea. You know, God gives you the ability to get wealth, so why not uh, with, uh, you know, burying people? People pay a lot of money for that stuff anyway, so praise God. So uh, number three, let's go to number three. Well, they do. I mean, you know, you bury somebody, it's like eight grand, ten grand, fifteen grand. I mean, give me a break. You got to buy insurance to be buried. I like Lee Howe's idea. Just throw me in the ocean. <laughs> anyway, I didn't say it, he did, so you can't get mad at me. That's what he said, right? <laughs> just, throw, just roll me off the wharf. <laughs> it's all done, just roll me off the wharf. <laughs> praise, praise God. Number three, your, your, uh, your action, your corresponding action. So we're, listen, we're talking about faith. We're talking about patience. You know, the, the importance of patience, we're talking about dedication. I mean, I could spend, uh, we could spend a whole sermon series around all these. So I'm just trying to give you some nuggets tonight. Your corresponding actions. One of the things that, you know, you, you guys hear, we, hear us talk a lot about is we talk about faith in action. Faith in action. You know, James chapter 2, verse 18. If you don't have this underlined, underline this because this, this is a great scripture for you to understand and get into your spirit. And it says, but someone will say, you have faith and I have works. Show me your faith without your works and I will show you my faith by works. So you have to understand that you have to work. You have to work faith. Faith has to be a, you, you, your, your, your corresponding action you, you know, behind whatever it is you're doing. You have to exercise your faith. You know, I, you know there are times that you know, I, be, I, I believe God for things. But my actions didn't follow up with it. Does, does that make I, I believe God for you know certain things, but my, my own personal actions didn't follow pursuit. They it didn't come along with 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 God. So I, I missed it. I missed it. I'm be, you know I'm being real. I'm being very transparent because we can miss things. But see, your actions have to correspond with faith. It's like you know it's like we say death and life are in the power of the tongue. Those that love it will eat the fruit thereof. So if death 
It's in the power of the tongue. You know, it's like we've taught our kids, you pray for a long life. We, 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 you know, we, we preach and we pray, you, I'll have long life. Why? Because I obeyed my mother and father. Amen. And that was a promise given to me by God. So I speak, you know, uh, you, know, I, you, know you, you hear people say, well, I'm not going to live very long. Guess what? You won't. I, I, I could give a counsel. And I, could, I, I know people that have said that and their lives were cut short. Unfortunately. Because they, they spoke it. So your actions have to correspond with what you're believing for. It, you know, I'm going to have a multi-million dollar business. I'm going to have a multi-million dollar business. I'm going to have a multi-million dollar business. And all I ever do is stay at home and play Xbox. I'm never going to have a multi-million dollar business. There is nothing, there is nothing that's going to change that situation. It, it won't change. Because your actions don't line up with. It, it, was, uh, it was Hannah in 1 Samuel 2.3. It says, talk no more so very proudly. Let no ignorance come from my mouth. Let no ignorance come from my mouth. For the Lord is the God of knowledge. And by Him actions are weighed. By Him actions are weighed. So our actions are weighed by God. The things we do are weighed by God. They... The th- you know, understand. I, I mean, you ever make a, a bad decisions and you're like, oh, I'm going to have to pay the consequence for that? That's exactly what that means. That th- there, there may be an actual consequence for having to deal with that. A decision I made. That, you know, and I, it doesn't mean that you can't be forgiven. Doesn't mean that that can't be overlooked. Doesn't mean that you can't recoup. I mean, Miranda and I could have laid down when we lost 25 grand. We could have laid down and said, oh boy, we're always going to be poor now. We lost everything we had. We lost, I mean, that was a lot of money that we, we had. It wasn't everything, but it was a big chunk of everything. We didn't lay down. You know, so I had to change my actions. I had, my actions had to correspond with my faith. I've got to contend. I've got to, you know, you know, repent. I had to repent because I didn't listen to God. It, 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 just catch that. If you've got to repent for, for not being obedient to, to something God has asked you to do, repent. Repent. You know, and, and pray that that ship hadn't sailed. God, you know, God can use anybody. And he, I promise you, He can use anybody. But if, you know, if you've missed something where you knew you were supposed to do it, and, and repent. Because that's what I, I did. I had to repent and I had to forgive somebody. And you know what happened when that happened? It lifted. That frustration, that anger of what had just happened with that person, it, it, it changed everything. It changed. It changed. And it, and it completely just moved away. Amen. I didn't, I'm sorry. I didn't know who was at the door. So I just seen a shadow. So. I wasn't trying to be paranoid, guys. So, Ronald, you're good, buddy. <laughs> your actions will validate your faith. You, you know that your 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 actions will validate your faith. Uh, you can tell you can tell a lot of times by how much faith someone has by their actions. Actions don't lie. It's like somebody that's you know that that has a cussing problem that's trying to work on their cussing, and you know in they cuss 
when they're around their friends. This is really true. I mean, when they're around their friends, they they just... But when they're around the pastor, they don't cuss. You 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 because that that that's true. You know, they they they'll cuss like a seller when they're around their buddies. But when you get them, you know, I've been around some people. It doesn't matter whether you're a pastor, whether you're a, it don't matter. Every other word might be the f word. I mean, so you know, they don't care. But your actions, understand your actions in faith don't lie. And you have to work faith. You have to work these things out in faith. And, you know, and like I said, please hear me. And it's not like Pastor Brad and Pastor Miranda look at people and be like, well, we can tell where they're at today, you know, just, you know, because, you know, no. We're, everybody is in this thing working faith. You, you understand? I mean, everybody is at a different place working faith. This isn't to beat anybody up. This isn't to, like, to strike anybody down. This is to encourage people that, hey, I, you, know, you know, my actions, if I line my actions up with God and, and I begin to you know, work my faith, I can see this, this, being, this will produce. And, you know, and, and I guess, and, you know, it may take a little bit of time. It may take a week. It may, a week, really? Come on. No, it may take a year. I mean, I told everybody that moved here from Hawaii, you better give yourself a year. And I, and I know because people told me that when I moved to Hawaii. And people, you know, in my flesh, I was like, no, I don't need a year. I needed a year. That's real. That's real. I, because th- there's the adjustment. There's the learning how to be. Because you don't know how to be, right? Amen? You don't always know how to be. It's learning how to be, learning how to be content. Like Paul said, I, I am content in all situations. That's what Paul was saying. I've, I've learned. I've learned how to be patient. I've learned how to wait. I've learned, I've learned this through faith. And see, when God sees that, that's when he's, I can use you. I can use you because you're, 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 you're working on something here. I can use that. I can use that. And see, that, that, that's what God wants. He's looking He's looking for faith. You believe that, right? You, you, God is looking for faith. He's looking forward on his kids. Where, you know, what's Jesus say when he comes back? Will I find faith? So it means that he's looking for it, guys. He's looking for faith in you. He's looking for faith in, in people. He's looking for faith in pastors. He's looking, at, you know, he's looking for faith in people that aren't going to bow before Baal. Amen. That's what he's looking for. He's he's not looking for you know he's not looking for people that are going to compromise because it's hard for faith to flow through compromise. He's not looking for for people that are double minded because see we know what the word he under a double minded man is what he's unstable all of his ways. So he, God God won't flow like like he would want to through that person. I'm not saying they can't experience elements of faith, but they're never going to meet the fullness of, of of walking the things out for God. Because they're 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 back and forth, they're back and forth. It's like that yo-yo. You know, I I seen somebody do that one time and I don't even know where it was at, but but it always made sense to me. And I used to teach classes when I when I was a in another job, but you can't be up and down. You can't be like a yo-yo. You've got to have determination. I'm going to be determined. I'm going to wake myself up. I'm going to be determined. Amen. God is good. And the last one I'm going to give you guys, because this is the last one I wrote down before I before I came down. First Peter one eight. First Peter one eight. Pull that up real quick. 
I'm pulling that up on my digital Bible. First Peter one eight. Yeah, I, I want to say this, uh, you know, even faith is validated by joy. I mean, these are like real proofs. These are real things. I mean, I, you know, one of the things about going to Hawaii that, that I love, and, you know, Pastor Miranda and I said this at one point, like when we come home, um, when you get around Hawaiian people, there's just a real joy. You know, I'm not saying Appalachians aren't real joyful. Um, but but I'm saying that, you know, our culture is is a little different. It's it's a little harder. You know, um, we greet each other from across the room. Hey, Bob. How's the kids? Yeah. Nice day. That that's. That's a part, of, a part of our culture. I mean, you know, I think it's a little different depending upon what area you're in. But, you know, the one thing about Hawaiian culture, you see joy. People walk. They, 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 there's a, there's a, there's a, so, and, I, and I think oftentimes it's why it's easy sometimes for Hawaiians to walk in faith. Because they've got joy. It's one of, it's one of the recipes for walking in faith. It's joy. It's, it's real joy. It's, it's uh, you know, I'm, you know, I mean, goodness. I mean, you got the beach, you got the mountains. You, I mean, Hawaii's got everything. Amen. Um, and it, and it's a beautiful place. Place, place. I can't talk. But faith is validated by joy. You know, uh, faith is uh, it's stimulated by joy. And like I said, I mean, you know, one of the things. Oh man, it, it it really is. Faith is stimulated by joy. I mean, some of the meetings that we had in Hawaii were some of the best meetings I've ever been in. And it wasn't like they were, they, they were, they were like large meetings. But, you know, some of those meetings, you know, there was such a joy in being in the presence of God. We would play music and, the mu- you know, it, it, it didn't, you know, for, it, it was the, there was just a real joy. There was a real joy of being in the, the anointing. Amen. And, I, you know, even tonight, I sense that real joy. Even on the stage, that even through worship, even this past weekend, I, I, I sense that real joy. People love what they were doing. And I tell you, when you love what you're doing, when you, when you, when you love what you're doing, man, you, do, you know, it's like you, you're beginning to understand the love of God. Amen. And, and, and it's important that you love. Of course it's important that you love God. 1 Peter 1.8. eight. wrote the scripture down. Though you have not seen Him, you love Him. Though you do not see Him, you believe in Him and rejoice with joy that is inexpressible, filled with glory, obtaining the outcome of your faith, the salvation of your soul. I mean, so it... I have a a joy in knowing my life's redeemed. You know, it's like, you know, it, you know, sometimes it's like when we take communion. You know, a lot of times, I mean, you know, I, you know, it, and it is a serious time. And there, there is a time, there is a time of reflection when, when you take communion. But sometimes during communion, because I, I remember, you know, in church when I was much younger or whatever, we'd take communion and it was like, 
You know, and, and it was like, it was like death had crept into the room. And it's like, and, and I could remember even in my spirit, where's the joy? Where's the joy in communion and, and, and the joy of knowing what Jesus Christ did for us? And I'm not saying that, you know, that I, that I haven't wept for what Christ has done for me. I have. I have, I have wept. I've wept at times, and I have cried out to God. But, I'm, you know, I, there's, a, there's a joy in knowing that He has given me life. And so, you know, I, I bank on that joy a lot. I, 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 I ride off of that joy a lot, knowing that my life was redeemed from hell, was taken out of the pits of hell, and God give me life. I mean, it's like He breathed into me, like Adam. You understand? It's like He breathed in me. The Holy Spirit, He breathed in me. And He give me life. And I'll tell you, He give me life more. Uh, <laughs> he give me life that I would have it, you know, that I would be able to walk it out with the Holy Spirit living, living in me more, more what? More abundantly. He give me that life. So, I, you know, I don't have, you know, I may have a down day, but I, I, I you know, I'm not depressed. Why? Because I, 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 I operate. I choose to operate in faith. I, 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 I contend to believe God. I contend in faith. I, 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 I set my sights on believing God for things. You know, once I have that checked off, and I'm going to tell you, once you check something off in faith, you got to believe God for something else. See, that's where people. That's where people quit. I got my healing. Thank goodness. You know, that, no, 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 no. No, you, you, you contend for something more. Amen? You, you don't back off. You, you don't back, you know, thank God I got my healing and I got my house. You know, I thought about that even upstairs as I was, I, I was thinking. Because, you know, Miranda and I are, are believing the Lord for a house. We're, we're believing that we're, we're going to be in a home. And, um. Uh, and even, even after I, I said that, and I just thank the Lord. You know what I, what, we, what I do in faith? I thank God. It's like when we pray for healing, I th- you know, it's like what we teach you guys. It's what we talk about. We teach you guys to thank God for your healing. Thank Him in advance for your healing. That I am healed in Jesus' name. It, it's not, we're, not like, you know, we're not like a backup quarterback waiting to get in. You, you know, we're, we're in the game now. We're starters. And what do starters do? They, they act. They, they, they go at it. They, they're, they're, they're active. I'm not, I'm not waiting for something to come on me. I thank God now. I, I, thank, God for my, I thank God that I'm not going to struggle with depression. You know, I say that over my kids. I say that over my wife. I say that over my family. My, you know, my, you know I, I pray that way. Lord, I thank you that, no, my, we're not dealing with that in this home. Joy is, is what's going to be established in my home. And I'm telling you, you know, it... Sounds a little radical sometimes, doesn't it? But, but, but see, I believe God. I have faith in God. I believe in my heart this is where I'm going. I believe in faith that I can have these things. And I believe that these actual proofs, these are actual things that, that man, I'm telling you, you, you if you will walk on, walk, you know, you'll work on these, work on the fruits of the Spirit, write them down and, and work on them. I mean, you know, you know, maybe you don't have joy. Maybe you need joy. I'm telling you, if you don't have joy and you have depression, it will block faith every time. It'll block faith every time. 
Because you know what happens, you know, and, and, and depression is a real thing. It's real. I, I know that it's real. But what happens with depression is people withdraw. And, and, and what happens in, in depression a lot of times is people will look at themselves and they'll look at their problems and see that there's no way out. How do I do this? And everything will, everything thrown at them will, will create fear, will create doubt. But see, God didn't give us a spirit of fear. He doesn't give us that. That's from the enemy. So first and foremost, you have to recognize where these things come. These things that want to block faith, where they come from? They come from a real devil in hell that wants to trip people up. You know, and a lot of times people want to blame people. It's the devil. If it's a people problem, get away from the people. I mean, how... How, how, I mean, how crazy is this sometimes that we don't figure this out? If, it, if it's a people problem and people are causing you to be depressed, if you're more than 10 years old, you should leave. Okay? I mean, I, you, you, Rain is old enough. If he's, you know, I, I, if you're more than six, you leave. You know, leave the situation. I'm not telling you you got to leave your husband or wife. you got to work on the marriage. So I'm not, I'm not endorsing that tonight if you're watching online. But understand you don't have to stay in it you know you you don't have to stay in it you don't have to stay in an argument wow did he say that did he really say that? you don't have to stay in an argument you know there there are points there are points in my life with with Moran and I I said let's take a time out let's take a time out let you know I'm being real tonight let's just take a time out let's take a break we don't have anything good to say to one another right now. Let's just take a break. Take a time out. We come back and we just look at each other and we just laugh sometimes. And we smile because we don't even know why we were arguing. We don't even know what was going on. We just took a time out. I went for a walk. She went for a drive or vice versa. I mean, do you understand that, you know, there are many things that will block faith. But fruits of the Spirit, if you're not operating in into the fullness, they will block faith every time. You will not fulfill the God-given purpose that you have. You won't fulfill the things God has in your life because it's blocked. Because it's blocked. It's blocked. And I'm telling you, pride, you know, anger, strife, these things will block faith. You know, I'm, I'm just covering a few tonight, things that will block faith. But, you know, all these things get tucked under certain things. You know, I would get angry because I wasn't patient. You see how these things bridge together? You know, uh, if I didn't have dedication or devotion, it, it would block me in, in other areas. And other things would be, they're like subcategories under, under multiple things. You know, it's like anger. Under anger is like all the list of these things that come along with anger, rage. You know, um, anyway, you guys get my, get my point, right? You understand? Amen. You know, faith, <laughs> faith is the antidote for depression. You, you, I mean, people want to talk about vaccinations and all that. You, know what, you need a vaccination of faith. That's what you need. You need a vaccination of faith. I don't need a vaccination of, of, of st I need a vaccination of faith. That's what people need. And you know what they need that you know what they need the, the, the vaccination to do? They needed to kick out pride. They needed to kick out anger. They need to kick it out things that take people to hell. Sexual sins, things that take people to hell. It needs to kick those things out. People that are having affairs, it needs to kick those things out. Lust, it needs to kick those things out. Pornography addictions, it needs to kick those things out. That's what it's got to, you know, that, that, that's what faith does. But it is the antidote. It, it is what, 
I'm telling you, it is what drives the Christian is faith. There's no other topic, no other topic greater than I, than I love talking about and preaching about than faith. Because if we, if we will begin to believe God and not people, if, you know, if, you know count it to be, God, God is not a liar. He is not mocked. Understand that. God is not, He is not a liar. He is not, God is not mocked. His word is, is, is true. Whether I miss not understanding something in this word or this Bible, you know, I'm never going to blame God. I'm never going to blame God because I don't have something. Because He's given me everything. I'm not, I'm not going to blame God. Because I, I realized a long time ago, every decision is mine. You know, and I want to say this, and if you're watching online tonight, the decision to receive Jesus Christ or not is completely up to you. There is nothing, there is, you know, there is, no, you know, as a minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the one thing that I'm required to do is present the opportunity for you, for you to be right with God. And see, you know, and, and it's alarming to me that a lot, you know, that, that some churches don't even, they'll bring people to the brink of salvation. They'll tell people everything they need to do, but they'll never give them the invitation to receive Jesus Christ as Lord. I, I don't ever want to be in a place where I have to give an account where I didn't give somebody the right or the invitation to get saved. You know, it, because that, that is, the, that is the, the, one of the, it is the requirement for me as a minister of the gospel. Teach and preach the full counsel of God. That's the responsibility Pastor Brandon and I, are, I have to carry before the congregation. But number one is to make sure people get to heaven. If, if you miss heaven and you've been to every service, I didn't do my job. I didn't do my job. You know, I, I met you know, a few days ago. You know I, I, you know, I told somebody this, and I said, you know, the, the, I needed church. And I think I said that the other day. I needed church in my life. I, I, I need church. And, you know, even as a pastor now, I realize, even, you know, I come in and listen. I, when people preach, Zane preached a couple weeks ago, did a good job. I, I, I listen and I absorb the things of God. When, you know, Killa shared the other day, I just backed away and my spirit was being ministered to. Because I realized that's how God works. I, I, I realized that God, you know, and, and <laughs> you know, and I said this, that if I, if, if like, if I had been newly saved and coronavirus would have happened in 1998 and they would have closed church down, I'd have been in trouble. I'd have been in trouble. Because you know what would have happened? I would, I would have wavered in my faith. I would, I would have, you know, I'm thankful for online and I'm thankful for technology because we've seen people get saved. But I'm telling you, there is nothing like being in a church service. And, you know, people want to do drive-in churches. That's great. I want people to hear the gospel, however. But I want to be able to be in a room where we can meet, where we can feel the presence of God, where, you know, if the Holy Spirit begins to move, you know, and, and, and there need to be healings, and there need to be things happening that people can lay hands on the sick, and the sick will recover. That's a mandate I believe that the Bible's given us to use, not walk away from, not, not to be carried away by some false doctrine. I, you know, and I, that, that's my heart in this matter. 
And I'm thankful that church is opening back up. Amen? I'm, I am thankful. And that's what we've been praying for. Because there, there, need to be, there need to be more people doing church now than ever. In the last days, the Bible says that the church should be meeting less often or more often. More often. So it's important that we grab a hold of what God is saying in this hour. Because I believe that He's going to, you know, we, we believe that on the day of Pentecost, He said that He would pour out His Spirit what on all flesh. So I'm believing right now that God is going to be pouring out His Spirit on all flesh. That it's going to be, you know, it's going to be drawing men and women and kids from all over. Every tribe, every nation. That's what we've been praying for. You know, I, I just want to see it happen. Amen? I don't want to be surprised. When other nations walk through this door. I want to say, I've been praying for you. That's what I want to say. More Hawaiians come. I've been praying for you. That's like Pastor Jeremy. When I met him, I, I don't know if I told him, but, but, but you're the guy I've been praying for. You, you're, the, you're the man. You're the man, huh, Killer? You're the man. You're the man I've been praying for. Joy, unspeakable joy. Joy, unspeakable joy. Psalms 42, 11. Wow. Now, what, you have that in NIV. Psalms 42, 11. How does that scripture go? Why are you downcast, O oh my soul? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. Are you downcast, O oh my soul? Put your faith, trust, and hope in me. See if I won't. See if I won't. I, I love everything God's done for us. I am thankful. And you know, one of the things I learned about faith... You know, it's funny. A lot of this stuff played out in my mind in the last hour before I even came downstairs. But one of the things that, that I've learned in faith is learning how to be thankful. You know, if Miranda and I sometimes have, like, where things are kind of, like, feeling like maybe some things are coming against us or whatever, or sometimes we'll lay in bed and we'll just talk about the things God's done. You know what happens? All that stuff. Uh, you know, once I start talking about how good my God is and the wonderful things that He, let alone that He spared my life, but seeds that we planted, things that we sowed, and we got a quick harvest, things that we got, so, uh, things that we planted, we've got in the ground now that we're believing the Lord, you know, uh, you know, seeing the miracles of God, seeing cataracts come out of eyes, seeing blind eyes open, seeing, seeing the, you know, well, I, don't believe, I don't care what you believe. See, I've seen it. I'm, I'm, I'm on the other side. I'm on, I'm on the other side because I believe in the miracles of God. You can't convince me that it's not true. You, I, believe whatever you want. I believe. Well, yeah, but that only happens in the mission field. No, it doesn't. That's another stupid thing people say. Well, you were a missionary. It happens in the missions field. It doesn't, it doesn't happen in the mainland. No, it's not true. We've seen people get healed here doing street ministry well how do you know <laughs> give me a break I mean people want to come up with them you know they're you know half the people that make complaints I'm going to go on a little tangent here people that make complaints about this stuff a lot of times they're not even in church 
They're standing on the outside yelling at the church. They've been offended. They've been hurt. They need to, they need to, they need to operate in forgiveness. They, and, if they, and if they'll do that, God will forgive them, and then they can come back into the covering. Amen? They can come back and be loved by God. They, you know, first and foremost, they, being loved by God. See, it's, you know, it's not the eyes being on, you know, our eyes don't need to be on people. It needs to be on God. But I'm thankful for the miracles of God. I'm thankful for the healings of God. I mean, I got friends that used to believe this stuff. They don't even believe it anymore. I'm, that's dangerous. Well, I used to believe in the miracle working power of God, but just don't see it like I did in 30 years ago, 40 years ago, 50 years ago. What are you doing to provoke it? What are, you, what are you doing to stir it up? See, God's in the bu- This is His business. Amen? Church isn't man's business. It's God's business. God said the gates of hell will not prevail against the, against the church. Amen? They, it, will, it won't prevail against the church. This is God's business. I'm just thankful that, you know, He, he allows us to be a part of it. Amen? And I pray we don't mess it up. You pray, yeah, I pray that. I don't, I don't want to mess up God's stuff. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. Do you have anything in closing? You got a sermon? You can preach it. Why don't you just preach it Sunday? Amen. Amen. Well, before we close. Before you close it out, Grace, I don't even know if we have anybody on, do we? And praise God. You know, hey, thanks if, if, you've, uh, if you've joined us tonight. You know, we're, I'm going to continue in this topic of faith. I, I don't know how long because I, I just know that, that that's, my spirit is just stirred up in this right now. And I, I, don't, I don't want people to be blocked from walking in the full capacity in everything that they're called to. I, 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 I believe God that, that somewhere along the line, I, I just, I backed away from me and I backed away from Brad and I said, I believe God. I, I, I believe God. I believe what the word says. I believe what it says in here. I can, I can actually obtain it and I can have it. No, you know, I, I believe it for other people. Yes, I, I do. But I believe it for me too. Because I used to make that mistake. Well, that's good for them. You know, they're pastors and they're ministers. They've got great, you know. They have faith like that. No, I, 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 I have faith too. Amen. I have faith too. I'm going to tell you, believe God. Test the word. Test the word of God. Test the word. You know, when we preach, test the word. Test the word. You know, I'm giving you three things tonight. I, I believe in my spirit. I mean, even tonight, even as I preach those things, even as we talk about peace, even as we talk about joy, these are things that if you will choose to operate in, you, you will see an increase in faith in your life. And, and if you, you work on these things, work on these things. Amen. Amen. And if you've watched tonight, and, and, and if you, and hear, hear me when I say this, I can't save you. No church can save you. Only God can save you. Only God can save you. 
You know, John 14, 6, you know, it says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. There is only one way you can get to heaven according to this Bible. You may read other books. You may, you may, have, you may have the Book of Mormon. You may have a Jehovah Witness book. You may have other books that you think that can accompany this. There is only one way to heaven. There, there is only one way to heaven. Jesus Christ is the way. And even in your home to, tonight, if you've never prayed to receive Jesus as Lord of your life, you've never, you've never publicly said, you know what, I, I've heard this preaching, I hear about this thing called faith, but you know, I'm not walking out this faith. I, I don't know God. I, you know, because I think sometimes people can get it in their heart they can get it in their heart where they think they know God. But I'm, I'm going to be honest. There's a difference between hearing about God and knowing God. And, 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 that, and that's one of, the, one of the grave mistakes we make. Because, you know, we don't talk about sin. We don't talk about what will take people to hell. You know, I don't, you know, I don't want people to wait to, to the very end. You know, I'll get, saved and I'll get saved after the rapture and the tribulation period. Not the right time to want to be waiting to get saved. Or I'll, you know, three more weeks, let me party. Three more weeks. You know, I've got, I've got a, you know, in, in, you know, living in Hawaii, I've got graduation party coming up. I'll get things right after graduation. It's the same here. One more party. One more party. I'm going to tell you, someone will get caught with one more party. Someone will get caught having premarital sex and not married and go to hell. I, I got to have the perfect this. I got to have the perfect that. It's not about that. It's about you being in right relationship with Jesus Christ. And listen, I pray. I, I pray because I, you, know, you, can, I, you can hear all the excuses in the world. And, I, you know, I believe it. I've used many of them before I, before I, before I ever got saved. I've used them. I'm a good person. God loves me. I've, I've used them. But I'm going to tell you, there is a real God that wants to be in a real relationship with you. And I'm telling you, th this is no time to play patty cake. This is no time to not be serious with God. This is no time to, you know, uh, so to speak, be caught goofing off. Yeah, one day I'll get things right. Yeah, they, but, you know, but see, you know, even in, the Bible says this. Because the Bible says in the last days, you know, people are going to make fun of people that are preaching this. They're going to say, yeah, you know, because the Bible says the scoffers and the mockers, you know, all these things, you know, yeah, you've been saying that for a long, you've been saying that, well, you know what, people have been preaching this message, the return of Jesus Christ for 2,000 years, and I'm going to tell you, he is going to return. <laughs> Give an account for the words that come out of my mouth, he will return. And listen, if you've never, I, I tell you, please hear me, you're like, you're being hard. No, it's sin. I'm not being hard on anybody. It's sin. It's sin. You, it, 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 it's sin that will kill people, that will take people to hell. It's sin. I'm not mad at anybody. I, I, you know, I got friends that, you know, I got friends that drink. It, you know, and, and I, I hate to get off on these things, but, you know, you know it's not like, was well, it okay to have a glass of wine? No, they drink. A lot. And they hope they're going to make heaven. <laughs> and it, 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 were, it were, you know, I'm not the final judge. So please understand what I say. I'm not the final judge. But if you're drinking four cases of beer on a weekend, 
And it, it, you, you may not, you know, understand that you, you're putting something in your life that can block a real relationship with God. You know, when the Bible says, no drunkard shall enter the kingdom of heaven, I see the word of God as truth. It's what it says. It's not what Brad says. It's not, it's not what Miranda says. These things are, uh, you know, they're, they're alarming. They're alarming. Should we cover these things? Yeah, we should. We should. I'm not ashamed of the gospel. A lot of this stuff had to hurt me for me to get my life right. I had to hear a message on alcohol. I like to drink, so I had to hear that. I had to deal with the conviction. Amen. I, you know, you, it's good to deal with conviction. It's, it's like why I said, it's like why I said I needed church because it didn't matter what the pastor was saying. The Holy Spirit was dealing with me with stuff because the atmosphere, the Holy Spirit was in church. The, you know, it was dealing, dealing with my, dealing with my emotions, dealing with everything in me, de- just dealing with me. That going to. Again, you know, that's what it felt. No, that was it. That was, you know, I got to get, I got to do this again. I got to get it right. I got to repent again. Yeah, yeah, I got to repent again. And it was so that that stuff could be worked out. That stuff could be burnt out. Amen. And I, I can go back now and I can look at the times that God was, you know, he was burning things out. And I got, you know, there were dates in my mind, things that I did that I knew that I was, I cut, I cut that off. I cut that off in my life because I, I wanted to grow in God. I wanted to believe Him. And you know, when I started doing that, when I started cutting those things out, you know what God did? He found a place for me to serve. And then, was I perfect? No. I just learned how to serve, and I learned how to serve. And I, and I, and I, but I'm telling you, this is as real as it gets. I just learned how to serve, and as I learned how to serve, man, I started getting as little faith, little faith, little faith. Started believing God for the little things. Then started believing for the big things. Started giving. I mean, I could, I could just go on tonight. I could talk about giving. Just, just in faith. Believing God. Because of what His Word says. Amen. But if you're watching, if you've never publicly declared and given your heart to Jesus Christ, I want to pray with you tonight. You know, maybe you need to repent of the sin. Maybe, maybe, you're, maybe you're sleeping around. Maybe you've got three girlfriends, three boyfriends. I mean, you know, you can sleep with a girl every other night. You, you know, maybe, maybe that's your life. I'm going to tell you, you don't, want, you don't want it to end there. You don't want it to end there. Get married. Get things right with God. It's important. It's important that you do that. Yeah, it's going to cost me money if I get married. You know, we've got four kids at home, and we get all this assistance that's called out. Because in West, you know, West Virginia, same thing. Well, you know, we're going to have to give up this and give up that. Burning in hell is not, is not a better option. It's not a better option. So please hear me. I love you. But listen, please make things right with God. And just pray this prayer with me. Dear Heavenly Father, I ask you right now, to come into my life. Lord, I ask you right now to forgive me of my sins. Lord, I ask you right now to free me. Lord, I ask you right now 
spare me. Lord, I ask you right now to come completely into my life. To wash all my sins away. Lord, I believe that you died on the cross for me and rose again on the third day. Today, Lord, I give you my life. In Jesus' name, amen. And just say this too. Lord, right now, fill me with the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And thanks for being with us tonight. And uh, we love to hear from you. And if you prayed that prayer with us, please reach out to us. You know, you can, you can put the hand emojis up if you're online or if you, if you go back. We, we're able to scan that broadcast. And if you prayed with us, just let us know. We, we want to be able to reach out to you. We want to be able to make sure you're getting plugged into a church somewhere and, uh, and you're being loved by people. It's important, you know, that, that you get discipled, you know, after you get saved. I mean, the next step is to get into discipleship and to, and to start that process of being discipled as a Christian. Amen. So we love you. God bless and we'll see you Sunday. Amen. Amen.